Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Edmonton was high on my list. Um, they got a lot of skill up front, and I think they have a great future ahead. I still don't have a Stanley Cup, so I think joining this team is, is pretty exciting uh, when I look at the potential that the lineup has. My decision was uh, pretty easy, obviously, with those high-caliber players they have on their roster, and just being in a hockey city uh, made my decision real easy. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Malala. This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is oil country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digital. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Canadians in town as we open up with Montreal-based act Sam Roberts. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex. Trusted by 630 Chad, visit their new e-commerce site, order supplies, printers, and more at digitex.ca. The Edmonton Oilers, the Montreal Canadiens, the battle of the backups? We'll get to that as one of the storylines here from Rogers Place on a game night. Coming up, first half hour, we'll take a look at the two teams that are going to be iced. Uh, we'll hear from Oilers head coach Todd McClellan. Drake Cajulo gets a spin tonight playing with Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl on the Oilers' top line. Uh, Alex Chason, Montreal-based player or Quebec-based player who tonight will be with Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Tobias Reeder at least to start, as well as Miko Koskinen who starts in goal. Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports will swing by 
It is a Tuesday. That means Stoffer Inspector for our friends at Horse Racing Alberta and the 7,000 Albertans employ, uh, employed in the horse racing industry. We'll get a Canadian's perspective from Marc-Antoine uh, uh, Marc Godin, and uh, that is coming uh, from The Athletic uh, at about uh, 1.35 today. So uh, he's... Uh, been on the beat for a number of years. We've had him on the show a bunch of times. He's got a great feel for things, so we'll hook up with him. Here's how you get hold of us. You can reach us on our River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. They got super bingo taking place at the River Cree Saturday, November 24th. The total of $90,000 in guaranteed cash to be won. For details, visit rivercreeresort.com. And you can text us at 630-630 on our Heartland Ford text line. Not your small-town dealership with a huge new state-of-the-art facility. Experience the difference of Heartland Ford out in Fort Saskatchewan. You can reach me, Bob underscore Stoffer. Reach Brendan Escott at Brendan Escott. You can reach the show at Oilers Now. Um... Again, Mark Spector, 1230 to 130 today for our friends at HRA. But we head off to the Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct workwear. For product knowledge, compliancy, great pricing, and innovation, directworkwear.com, an Edmonton-based company. Miko Koskinen will start tonight in goal. Todd McClellan had some thoughts on the Oilers goaltending situation. Uh, we've been going back and forth here trying to establish a... Uh, um, you know, a, a backup situation that Miko's in right now. He's given us some very good games, uh, confidence builders in in uh, in Nashville. Right off the bat, he really played well, and I think the team, uh, their belief system in him went way up, and he's played uh, very well. So he'll go again tonight. Uh, he'll be. Uh, I'm assuming Carey Price is going to play. It'll be a thrill for him to play against Carey and uh, to uh, to play against the Canadian. So he's looking forward to that opportunity. Well, uh, it will not be Carey Price. It will be Antti Niemi in goal, who's 4-1 this year for the Habs with a 3.30 goals against average and an 8.94 save percentage. Koskinen for the Oilers, 3-1 at 2.63 goals against average and a 9.15 save percentage. You'd say, well, why not Carey Price? Uh, he did win a couple years ago here in Rogers Place. Niemi was in goal last year. Uh, the Oilers swept the Habs, beat him 6-2 in Montreal on a Saturday night, and then two weeks later took the Habs to the woodshed and beat him 4-1 here at Rogers Place. But in his career, Carey Price has struggled against Edmonton 2-7-1, a 3.78 goals against average, and an 8.59 save percentage. Canadians are a quick, fast team. Here's Todd McClellan on playing the Canadians. Back to it. Back to it. Well, we might have a little bit of a technical glitch there. So instead, uh, we'll focus on a, an Edmonton-centric uh, perspective. The Oilers have dropped four straight games. They started the year 0-2, then they went 8-2-1, and and they're 0-4 in their last four. They've been outscored 17-6, to and there's some pressure right now on the Oilers, according to Todd McClellan. We can't hide. Um, there's pressure on us. Um, you know, I can't walk in there and say, hey, guys, don't worry about the pressure. It doesn't exist. Yeah, it exists. We're in the NHL. We're in a Canadian city, and we're expected to be playing better uh, than we are right now. So uh, the last thing I'm going to do is go in there and pretend I'm, uh, you know, hiding in the weeds, and it doesn't exist. It, it exists. Now play with it. Um, you know, pressure is one thing. It's uh, it's the frustration that's the the worst of the, the two evils. Pressure comes in this league. Uh, it comes if you're a star player. It comes if you're a fourth-line player and you're, you're trying to stay in the league. Uh, it comes when you're winning. It comes when you're losing. Every team has it. 
Uh, we talk about it a lot more when you're on a four-game losing streak, but uh, when you're on a four-game winning streak, that pressure still exists. So uh, accept it, deal with it, channel it, get rid of the frustration and play a better game. That is Edmonton Oilers head coach Todd McClellan. Bob Stoffer with you. The Oilers lineup tonight, Connor McDavid up front with Drake Kajula and Leon Dreisaitl. Kajula, during this four-game losing streak, does not have a point. He's gone minus five. Connor McDavid, by the way, had 11 points in the Oilers' first five games this year. He has 12 points in the last 12 games. Over the last four games, McDavid won one and two and minus four. But last year in two games against Montreal, Connor had four points. Leon Dreisaitl, three goals in the last four games, minus one. But that line will play together. First time all season, the Oilers will start with McDavid and Dreisaitl on the same line. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, three assists over the last four games, but minus five. He'll be with Tobias Reeder and Alex Chason. Ryan Strom, he needs to get going. Milan Lucic, who's just got two goals in his last 63 games. And Ty Ratty. I do think there's a chance Ratty could move up, depending upon how things go in the game. Kyle Brodziak with Jajar Kara, who scored three goals and had four points last year against Montreal in the two games, with Zach Cassian on the right side. Now, the Oilers were moving their second and third pairings around yesterday at practice. Today was an optional. So we know that Clefbaum and Larson are going to play together. Um... It is possible that Nurse could be with Benning. He was basically splitting time. Uh, they were kind of rotating the other five guys away around. We'll wait and see. And there's also a chance Gravel could be in for Garrison. We'll wait and see on that front as well. Uh, but Miko Koskinen, as we mentioned, will start in goal. So real opportunity for the Oilers' Drake Kajula. And he had this to say on playing with Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. No, I think I've played enough with them over my three years now that uh, you know I, I understand how both of them play. Um, I play with them as a as a full line together, and I play with them separately. And I I think I got a pretty good understanding on, on how they both want to play the game and um, and then how they want to play the game together. So I think uh, I know with with my skill set I can complement them uh, quite a bit and just make sure I you know give them every opportunity to have the puck that they can. Uh, you know, so there you have it. Um, as for the atmosphere, it's always a wonderful thing when the Montreal Canadiens come to town. I'd say it's the second largest uh, visiting fan base. Uh, the Maple Leaf uh, fan base, the Toronto, uh, is, is certainly the more scorched up. But uh, this is a comment on the expected atmosphere tonight. It's a fun atmosphere. Um, you got both uh, both crowds going kind of back and forth, and uh, you know they they have a pretty good uh, pretty good following here. Uh, it definitely makes for a live uh, lively environment, and uh, you know these are definitely fun games to play, especially anytime you play an original six team. It's always fun, and um, you know it's, it should be a good one tonight. Alex Jason's looking forward to playing against his hometown team. I think it's the enemy, and uh, you know every game's important. I think. Uh, if you asked me that question earlier in my career, I think it would have been, you know, always nervous or, you know, kind of bit excited. But uh, now I think it's not that I get used to it, but like I said, I think it's special playing them. But um, I think I've over the years I've learned to, you know, kind of turn the page and focus on the game. Jason, uh, obviously six goals this year. Kajula with five. Those guys basically have picked up some of the slack. Obviously, there was hope that players like Pugliarvi, Ratty, and Yamamoto, who started the year as the top three right wings, uh, would get it done. In fairness to Ratty, he's got two goals and four points in eight games. He hasn't been bad, and he's been a good possession player. Uh, Pugliarvi was floundering when he got sent down. Yamamoto, a little bit different situation. I actually didn't think he played that bad. 
but the, some more time, those guys got to gain some more offensive confidence. Edmonton against the Montreal Canadiens tonight. Miko Koskinen gets the start in between the pipes. He's looking forward to continuing to prove himself. Yeah, of course, every time the coach said, I, I mean, I need to show them, show them that I can do the job, and it's not different today. Oilers will oppose the Montreal Canadiens again. It'll be Antti Niemi in goal. Uh, yesterday, Jordy Ben with Jeff Petrie. Jeff Petrie playing 24-08. Jeff Petrie, by the way, 12 goals, 42 points last year. Petrie is in year four of a six-year deal at $5.5 million. Carl Alsner played nine years for Washington, left at the wrong time. They went, the, went won the cup last year. But Alsner with Mike Riley, not the quarterback, the former University of Minnesota defenseman. Edmonton's uh, David Schlemko uh, with Victor Mete in the third period. Again, this is based on yesterday. Up front, Philippe Deneau with uh, Tomas Tatar and Brendan Gallagher. Gallagher, a 31-goal scorer last year. He's already got t- uh, nine this year. He, he only had 10 goals in 2016-17. Broke his hand twice on shots from Shea Weber, who, of course, remains out for Montreal. It'll be Max Domi. Nine goals the last two years. He's got nine goals this year in 17 games. 21 points. He's had a great start with Jonathan Drouin and Andrew Shaw. Jesperi Kakaniemi, long-term number one center for the Habs, playing in the three-hole right now with Kenneth Agostino and Arturi Lekanen who's had 18 and 12 goal seasons the last two years. Matthew Becca, who was posterized by Connor McDavid last season on McDavid's second of four goals against the Tampa Bay Lightning with Nicholas Delorier and uh, Charles Udon. Uh, that's what we think the Canadians are going to roll with. They come in with a record of 9-5-3. and three. Montreal 10th in the league in goals four, 23rd in goals against. Their power play, 29th. Canadians are a good 5-on-5 five five team because they're quick. They're ninth in shots for six in shots against. They do struggle in the face-off circle. 30th in the league, but the Oilers didn't capitalize against Colorado, who was 31st. So there's some numbers there. Uh, Weber remains out. Torn meniscus in his right knee. Torn tendon in his left foot. Paul Byron, a two-time 20-goal scorer, out with an LBI, lower body injury. Joel Armia out six to eight weeks with a right knee issue. So a couple of forwards in a... And their number one defenseman out of lineup, obviously, Secker out for Edmonton. And I think it's fair to say they've missed him over the last two years with a combination of the uh, torn ACL and then the torn Achilles. But again, Koskinen... Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Against Niemi. And that's where we're going to start when we come back. We're going to bring aboard Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports. This is Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. It's 1222 at Edmonton. Let's bring aboard Inside Sports. Reed Wilkins, it's game night. The Edmonton Oilers and the Montreal Canadiens. It's always special when the Habs come to town, Reed. Yeah, this is a fun one. I enjoy the chance going back and forth. A lot of energy in the building. Kind of wish these teams actually maybe played more than twice a year, but I know that's not how they do it in the uh, East-West matchup. For, for the Oilers... Uh, I mean, that was that was not a good one on, on Sunday. And Leon Dreisaitl said something very interesting yesterday. 
that they were slow getting to pucks, they were tentative in their own end, they weren't getting involved in battles, and they looked to me, Bob, I mean, something bad obviously happened very early in the game. They got scored on in the first shift. They, they looked yeah. like a team that was expecting something bad to happen or was or was so worried about trying to make mis- about making mistakes they got tentative and, and didn't get involved in the game and it spun out of control and that well you know I, I i know we sometimes people get tired of hearing about last year but that game looked and felt sure a lot like last year as compared to some of the other losses where they were in it or you know ran into a good goaltender or just a team that was having a better night that looked like a Dude. team something happened early and they didn't stiffen up and get back in it. They 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 kind of sagged and 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 got beaten badly. Do you think this team is better than last year's team? A little bit, I do. Yeah, and I, and I thought they would be. Uh, I mean, obviously their record is better than at this point last year. And quite frankly, their record at this point in the season isn't far off than than where they were in their playoff year. Because remember, at this right. time, at this time in the playoff season, they'd lost five in a row and were only a game above 500, yeah. and then they got better, had a really good December, and, and obviously a really good March. To me, they're better in goal. They're better in goal. Talbot is not having a great year, but he is playing better than last year, and Koskinen so far has yeah. given them much better secondary goaltending, and maybe he's going to be the primary goalie if he keeps playing like this with a 915 save percentage. He's given them much better secondary goaling, and as much as the special teams still aren't that good, because the PK is where it finished last year, and that's yep. a concern. Uh, but the power play is better than last year. Now, not hard to be better than than last, but for those two reasons, I would say they're better than last year. The secondary scoring is not better than last year. It's funny year. because in the preseason, you know, we were so excited about what the right wings were doing, and Paul Yarby had four goals, and I think Yamamoto had five or six, and obviously Raddy had a, you know, geez, a four-point game, and, and you start the year with Raddy playing on McDavid's line. Uh, you had Yamamoto playing with Lucic and uh, Dreisaitl, and then you had Paul Yarby uh, playing with Strom, and two of those guys are down. Mm-hmm. Bouchard was an option as well. And you know what? He scored a goal. Team played their best game of the year against Washington. Bouchard did make a couple mistakes as that game wore on. He never got back in the lineup again. Yeah, I thought he would get actually the full nine games so did before I. going back. He got seven, right? Yeah, I, I, it, it's interesting. Did you hear Peter Shirelli yesterday? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Did you hear him talk about the what was the exact? Brendan, do you have the quote? Were you able to find it yet? Um, okay, well, we'll keep... Uh, anyways, bottom line is he basically said that his defense is not elite at moving the puck, uh, which is true. Yes. And that has led to... Well, that's... Though, I, again, I guess if we want to reference last year, they, they have been better at it, and I think that's uh, a strategic change and an attitude change as much as a, a talent change. But, yeah, there's... I mean, look, Bouchard was the best player with the puck even in the seven games he played. With the puck on his stick, he was the best guy at making passes up to the neutral zone or up to attacking forwards. Uh, the, the current Oilers roster, I mean, I think, you know, Clefbaum's been pretty good with the puck. I think Larson actually has shown some better ability, uh, better ability to pass. If you look at the game against Colorado, nobody was good with the puck. I mean, they couldn't yep. complete a pass. They were putting it in people's skates. They were firing it into Colorado's legs and bodies and, and allowing them to counterattack. So maybe maybe that's not a fair example when, when you talk about the team. Uh, I mean, but this defense is... 
largely Shirelli's defense too. So he he would have theoretically known that about these guys, especially the ones he traded for or signed. He would have known about that about these guys when he brought them in. Yeah. It was an interesting comment. All right, so it's Edmonton and Montreal. Then how much pressure do you think is on the hockey team right now? And uh, is it specifically scoped on any one or two individuals either on or off the ice? Oh, that's an interesting one. Well, I, I absolutely I think there's pressure on the team. I, Todd talked about that. He yeah, played yeah. the clip. I mean, that, that, that goes with the scenario and goes with the history of the club. Uh, I, I think, for, and again, when I always preface this by saying I don't talk to every single fan and I can't represent the opinion of every single fan. I know on Inside Sports last night uh, there was a lot of okay, we're hearing the same things from Todd as last year. When does it change? When is he able to you know, get the team to play a little more consistently? But I, I know also there was a listener who said that uh, Toe Blake or Punch Imlach couldn't coach this team any better. Now obviously they're not around anymore either. Uh, so yeah, I, I think there's some some heat here on Todd. The assistant coaches have changed, and and as we said, la- the last game looked a lot like last season. L- like there there wasn't a progression from last year. Though to be fair, I think overall there has been this season. So yeah, I would if you wanted me to pick one guy on or off the ice, that's who I would pick right now. Is Todd? Yeah. Mm. All right. And. I still think he's a very good coach. Don't yep. get me wrong, but I but I understand when you see trends or see things that appear not to be being repaired. Well, that they, comes with the territory. There, there can't be a lack of energy that there was in the last two games. Otherwise, Houston, we have a problem. Let's face it. There was no energy against Florida in this, from the second period on, and then the Oilers flatlined against uh, Colorado. They had an okay third. So what? You're down four. Well, yeah. So what? It's four zip. Colorado's not pushing. So what's what's going to happen tonight? I'm going to put you on the spot. Yeah, I love making predictions, Bob. That's great. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, You know what? I, I, I think Koskinen, they seem to be confident in front of Koskinen. I, I think he's going to steady them a little bit. I would like to say that they're going to come out flying, that the Oilers will. I, I just I don't feel confident saying that, though. Given given what we've seen with with some of the starts and interesting and their inability to sort of grab it or or rise to the occasion in a, in an energetic atmosphere. Yeah, well, I certainly sense amongst the fan base there's a little bit of disbelief going on right now. Reed, what time does insights or what time does the faceoff show? Five thirty, Bob. The game's at seven. Reed, I'll see you at five thirty-three. I'm looking forward to it, Bob. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, and when we come back. Mark Spector, Stoffer Inspector for the 7,000 men and women employed in the horse racing industry. This is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.